0: Your best Santa, or your best Easter Bunny, or huh. your best like mm-hmm. your your best Elijah on Passover, your your best Monica- Hanukkah, <laughs> <Monica laughs> Hanukkah Harry on the bond. <laughs> I only you were here to this some impression. So oh. bring me the ranch dressing hose.
1: So uh. This is Cartoon Violence has a podcast number 10.
0: Wait, are we on? We're always on. Hey, happy holidays, everybody. It's me, your cheerful holiday host, Professor Robot.
1: And it's your
0: equally cheerful holiday host, Dr. Octave. And our equally cheerful holiday co host who can so- speak for introduce themselves? I
2: forgot my name. <laughs>
0: Tyrannosaurus.
1: <laughs> okay, so so we've been calling you D the dinosaur for yes. a while, but you picked an actual character
2: name. I think
0: name now. I like Tyrannosaurus Rocks.
2: Yes, yeah. I, think I think that is.
0: I think T-Rocks for short. T-Rocks or Trox? R-O-X. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm down with the T-Rocks.
0: Yeah, I like that. Okay. So that's what we're going.
2: With. Sounds
3: good.
0: So that's, I think you know D. DT Rocks, you know, there's a lot of variations on that. Whether we refer to you as one or the other is up to us on Call this.
2: Call me, hey you, I don't care.
0: We're all full of holiday cheer on this episode. And and, and uh, the fourth member of Cartoon Violence
1: is also here. Yeah. Sort of. You're, you're sort of like
0: the fifth beetle or a fourth there's member. There's a fifth beetle? There, yeah. There's, at least, there's seven beetles.
4: These odd numbers are weird.
0: Yeah, and they all form a Megazord. Yes. Yeah. But you you are uh, you're a visualist.
4: I am the visual person. Yes. Do
0: you prefer do you prefer your your stage name? That was my stage name, Nokon. Nokon? That's what I usually... Which we I don't think we've ever pronounced it properly. It I'm probably pronouncing it. I don't know whatever. So Nokon I mean, is it like, is it
1: of Japanese origin? Yes. It would be noukon yeah. right?
0: noukon so it's, just,
1: it's like more of like a Nokon if you're being quick about it. Right. If don't if care. you're if you are into that whole brevity thing.
0: So would you be Nokon Chan to us? Uh, if you want.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. You're well, making me feel a little <laughs> uncomfortable right well, now. Well, good. Uh, speaking of Japan, they just had a dinosaur visit. How did that go?
2: Yeah, I took over the city of Tokyo. Um, you know, the the people are very delicious there. They taste like fish mostly, the sushi.
1: <laughs> they taste <laughs> like sushi down in Okinawa. Oh. They
2: do. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, we we tell the truth in our songs.
2: Yeah, I mean. So,
0: what were you there visiting family for the holiday? Like, no, we
2: just wanted to get the f out of the United States.
0: You're visiting Gamera. <laughs> yeah, Gamera and Godzilla, exchanging presents. Yes.
1: <laughs> what did you get Gamera for Christmas?
0: <laughs> what doesn't Gamera have already? Yeah, that's true. Really. That's
2: that's the issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how is Godzilla?
2: Oh, yeah, he was chilling in a hot tub for a bit.
0: (laughs) That's a big hot tub. We brought uh, brought him a
2: a martini, and he was happy. He didn't eat us, so.
0: Sounds like good times. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we, like, so for a long, long time, Cartoon Violence was just me and the the old doc here, and, like, uh, uh, no, con you've been doing visuals for us for a couple years now, right? Yep. Like, you've done some really crappy shows with us. Not that you've done a bad job, but, like, you've been there for the good times and the bad times. Yeah. And, and t Rocks, you've only done good shows with us.
2: Um. Basically, <laughs> if I'm there, it's going to be good, so. <laughs> so,
0: uh, that's it. But, yeah, like, I like, remember the. got to the, project on a black wall. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. what was it? At least we were
1: wearing white lab coats. That was the blank that, club, yeah. yeah. That was the, the, the saving club. grace. Oh, man. It was the white lab coats. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was probably, I would call that our lowest point. That was a weird show. That was, a it was really like, like an Australian show. ska band. Australian ska bands. Yeah. <laughs> what the Aww. fuck? Well, were they a ska band? Yeah. They seemed like hippies. They were, they they, were ska? They did. Ska, they ska, 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 ska hippity, hippity, hippity.
4: Things are different yeah. down under. They are. The hippies do ska. The yeah. hipsters
1: like. They have all their music People festivals dead. in the they winter. That's di- oh, di- weird.
0: It's not weird that they play didgeridoo because it's an Australian instrument. Yeah, they're, just, they're normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right, we all play didgeridoo down here in Australia, dinga wallaby. That's not a knife. Yeah. This is a didgeridoo. Yeah. That's a spoon.
1: I see you've played didgeridoo spoonie before.
0: <laughs> so how long have you been doing visuals for? How would you get into this?
4: Uh, I don't know, let me think. It's been a while. Um, I think Crash Faster was the first band I really started doing visuals for. Um, I, you were at that show. I was, that was at that. That was show. Second Rockage. I think was the first time I really did band visuals. Before that, I did a couple. Yeah. Uh, before Before then, I did a couple reels for a small goth club. But that was, shrug.
0: That was just whatever.
4: Mostly, that was something that caused people who went there to be distracted by pretty images and not even pay attention to the music. So it was kind of counterproductive.
0: <laughs> nice and what 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 draws you to do this
4: it's cool yeah well that's you know i have a long history of going to shows and being very impressed with uh cool productions i actually just saw uh muse's current tour um and the production they have going on is crazy like
0: like just mad, since, like just like absolute just madness insane.
4: like they have actual drones flying around and giant screens that drop they do like they play like in the round lots of projection based lighting which is something i want to experiment with can do it with you guys
0: yeah like
1: projection mapping or it's
4: definitely there's projection mapping involved but i think what i was impressed with there was they were projecting video projecting over the crowd and this was at oracle arena so it was thousands and thousands of people
0: was it like a giant hologram of tupac yes can we do that
4: yeah, sure. Can we oh, get Tupac
0: for, for our next?
4: There's some licensing fees. Uh, I think you'll have to take care of those. All right,
0: then we'll just do a knockoff Tupac called okay. the three pack.
4: Three, okay, three yeah. pack.
0: Yeah. Half we'll second. get started on that. Yeah. <laughs> 50 pack. There we go. We can just kind of call blend what a 50 cent Tupac had a kid. Yeah. 52 pack. <laughs> there we go. Nailed it. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, and t rocks you've been, you've been rocking and rolling on the bass for a long, long time. I like have, too long. 65 I've... million years.
2: Yeah, I'm an old dinosaur.
0: <laughs> but you're still young at heart. And yes. But like, you've, you've played with a ton of bands in the yeah. past and now you're playing with us. I am. For some reason. <laughs> so.
2: Some reason I was like, let me find the nerdiest band I can
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) i guess guess why would be my question (laughs) is why are you doing this to yourself
2: you guys are (laughs) fun i I can be a dork on stage i don't have to act serious and you know it's all part of the show it's fun
0: man god imagine if we had to be serious
1: musicians oh my god i like to think (laughs) that we're serious about being silly
0: yeah well i think that you know we're musicians And, like, we want our music to be good, and we make sure that our music is good first. Yes. And then we're like, now that our music's good, let's be idiots. Yeah. Because It's hard work taking yourself too seriously. It is. You know? (laughs) Writing songs where you have to not laugh at the lyrics. And you have to
1: earnestly sing them every night and emote.
0: Yeah. I feel (laughs) our songs. I put emotion into our songs. I don't know. Just just not always <laughs> like sad or emo or yeah. whatever. Like, like a lot of bands could be nowadays. Too many too many songs about breakups and emotions that are kind of false nowadays. Oh, I like about and food. Yeah, I know. Songs about buildings and food is a great Talking Heads album. <laughs> by the way, but just, I don't know, people can, musicians can take themselves too seriously sometimes. True uh, that. And this just isn't the band for taking yourself <laughs> seriously.
2: There's definitely some darker lyrics in there, which I love. The dichotomy between the dark lyrics and happy, upbeat music. We, we're at the same time singing about, you know, something yeah. very serious. And, you know, it's, it, there's depth to the lyrics as well as the, the music. And that's why I love this band. One of the reasons.
1: Yeah. Well, we're very happy to have you. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, you know, from the first practice we did, I think you listened to the songs yourself when we were in the studio, you just like one run through the set and you're like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then when we played at the boutique, you were like just nailing it. And every time we've played with you, everybody said, like, she really fills out the sound. I really loved it. So, you know, we're just going up from here. And we're happy to have I'll you. Definitely
2: enjoy it. I uh, recently bought a new bass just for this band.
1: Yeehaw, so. yeah. talk about that and, Yeah, tell us Describe tell us it in fetishistic detail.
2: detail It's rad, it's actually, I think, more of like a metal base But it's very fierce and dinosaur-y It's, a, it's a, an Iceman
1: It and looks it's fancy
0: all black. Ice, it's Iceman, great. is that Jewish? <laughs>
2: yeah. The Iceman,
0: the Iceman. Len, Len Iceman E-I-S-M-A-N The Iceman yeah. base Yeah, you know I would prefer an Ivan Reitman base yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really good bass. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, bust
1: some serious ghosts with that bass. The old
0: uh that's Yeah, Jerry one. Lewis's old bass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Mel yeah Brooks, he, sh- he shredded. The Mel Brooks models, those vintage Mel Brooks models, though.
1: So, <laughs> so T-Rocks, well, who are some of your um, musical or bassist influences?
2: Um, well, it's silly, but... Um... So uh, I mean, in in my younger dinosaur years, I was very into a band called the Suicide Machines, and no, uh, we both I think like
0: the Suicide yeah. Machines.
2: You know, I think they were a big influence. Um, it was mostly actually the their original drummer, or on the Destruction by Definition album, and his beats, like the way he accents everything in the song, um, it was a big influence. Uh, the bassist uh, covered that pretty well in that album as well, so. Yeah, that's probably I think, my biggest influence, my original influence.
0: That's your roots. Is that what got you playing bass, or were you playing bass before that?
2: My uh, my best friend in in high school was like, "Hey, uh, I'm starting a, a band with my sister. Do you wanna you wanna play bass?" And I was like, at first I was like, well, "What's a bass?" <laughs> I was not familiar. And she's like, "Oh yeah, it's this." And I'm like, "I'm hooked instantly, just." fell in love with it. My mom just thought I would throw it in the closet, but um, I'm still doing it, you know, nice. five million years later. <laughs> That's, <so.
0: laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how it happened for me. Like I was playing with this dude. We were writing songs. We were like 14 or 15 and he's like, oh, you should play the bass. So that We can be band and stuff. So I got a bass. We never played together. We played like once or twice after that. We just wanted to cover no effects. <laughs> and uh, lag wagon songs. Nice. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of pop punk in the history of this band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that shouldn't surprise anybody either. I think like yeah. I think we're kind of punkish. In general, what do you think, Nocon? As uh, the guy that doesn't like you, only do visual stuff. Like, what is? Yep. <clears throat> how does our music influence what you do visually?
4: Um, like a lot of your music, uh, in particular, is referential. Um, so I use that as a starting point when coming up with your visuals. Though a lot of the time, I'm finding more generalized stuff that's kind of has it.
1: What are you doing? I'm aiming the microphone. Keep talking. Yeah, fine. Just keep going.
4: Um, I lost some, my of
1: something phallic moving near your mouth should not upset you. A lot of our uh,
0: stuff's okay. referential.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of your stuff's referential, but just general, like, sort of geeky stuff. Like, some of my favorite stuff to use in your set is I have this, like, say I have this reel of uh, horrific crashes from Thomas the Tank Engine. They like to use it's not s- strictly related to your music, but it just has a tempo to it that matches it,
0: like like a children's show that yeah. everything's gone horrible. Everything, wrong. yep,
4: exactly. Like, <laughs> just like fi- There's finding blood that, on the uh, tracks. yeah, finding, finding that sort of violent edge of what is ostensibly innocent.
0: I think that's what cartoon violence really is, yeah, yeah. like just as a concept, not as not just as a band, but. No, I agree. So, that's yeah. and that's, that's It's cool that we can make that come across visually on top of like our weirdness. Yep. Because it always stresses me out, like when people compare us to Guar just because of my armor that I wear, you know, my battle armor. So I have to wear a battle. That's armor. It's overly
4: simplistic. Yeah. People will do that with say like Eurus uh, and gets that a lot too.
0: Yeah, but because I think they have I a lot of that. stage sets, it's not a yeah. bad comparison. No, like, not at all. Yeah, but
1: I, there's. I think there are bands. In costume more now than ever like it's becoming a thing that you don't have to be a guar band to be a costume band like there was this band I just found out about through my friend Cliff I'll uh, plug his podcast here it's Mm -hmm. the Starlight Society it's all about global music discovery and uh, he played the song from a band called blasted mechanism And they're like a Portuguese band. They all wear these crazy costumes. One's got like this huge cobra hood that comes over the back of his head. They got all this like black and white, like almost neon Genesis Evangelion angel looking like armor robot-ish stuff coming off of them. But they've got like really humanistic, young generation empowering lyrics. And they got like two of the guys play with double instruments. Um, One of them, the top of the two neck guitar is like an analog ribbon strip and the other the top is like a banjo so they got this really weird like world music analog digital sound going on but they're like all their videos are in costume all their their live shows are in costume it's just a of part of their theatrics. total aesthetic and it just it works they're great
4: there's, I mean there's different types of theatrics in live music you've got yeah. costume sets and you've got production value and then you have video and whatnot
1: yeah and right. the, I mean the, the bigger the band, the more you can afford on the yes. the, yeah. the extra musical stuff. But that can make a great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah, the can, what's can, a like, favorite favorite like show extravagant set piece you've you've seen?
4: Uh, definitely the Nine Inch Nails "Lights in the Sky" tour uh, back in two thousand eight or so, where they where they had. Um, uh, they had layered projections, uh, large video screens that they used basically as set pieces to create like a really like rich visual experience. Like I think that's that's for me that's the watermark thing that I've seen
3: mm.
4: as far as a, like a expensive live production goes.
0: You seen Daft Punk? Yes. Oh my god, that Daft Punk show! I've never seen Daft yeah, Punk.
1: I... They we saw them at the Greek and they got this crazy pyramid ridiculous. made of LCD screens. Yes. Yep,
4: um, I've seen like I've actually like. Done some pr- like production work opening or for opening bands for like a Daft Punk cover band, which is very strange. But they, like what I saw, they had was like a giant pyramid of projection screens. Hmm. Um, though when I when I watched that, I was really impressed by the physical production. But they were using really like stock footage and such as their actual content,
0: mm.
4: so that was a lot less interesting.
1: But the physical assembly yeah, of it. The was The physical
4: assembly was really really cool. Yeah, just that happened. Like I've seen that happen before, where you have. You've obviously spent a lot of time and money on the physical stage production, but the actual content isn't really there.
1: Uh, the knife did some of the coolest projection stuff I saw when they came to town. They had they had multiple scrims on the stage with different projectors on each scrim, so yep. you had depth layered video projection, and they also had these two like spheroid things off stage, one of them hanging from the ceiling and one just on the side that were wrapped in white sheet and they projected onto, faces onto those. Yeah. And uh, like had background singers singing on this disembodied face hanging from the ceiling. It was really creepy. Yeah, that's
4: becoming more common, just having multiple scrims on stage. I mean, we we did that on the, the Crash Faster tour last year. We went, we toured the country with multiple screens. Um, it was a super budget version, but I've also seen bands like, say, Skinny Puppy, having very elaborate on stage setups with multiple projectors and screens and surfaces.
1: Yeah. That's that's it's an easy way to make a big impact cuz an yep. individual scrim and projector is not a huge budget dent. Nope. I mean,
4: it's, it's I mean they're getting cheaper and cheaper.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're easier to lug around than yeah. uh, Tommy Lee's drum roller coaster.
4: Absolutely. Like I think uh for the the tour Wait, uh Are
0: we not getting a drum roller coaster? Well, we got to get a drummer first. Well, I mean, we, we can, can get a roller coaster turns. for a Game Boy. We could just all strap in and play. <laughs> right? What if we just put the whole band Yeah. in the spinning drum thing? Are you guys yeah. down?
1: Yeah. And then and then instead of like Guar when they put fake vomit on the audience,
0: we we'll will just actually, actually get sick and throw people. up on them.
2: Yeah. I do that anyway, so
0: yeah. Just a heads up. If you want to get puked on, just stand in front of our bassist at a show. Yeah. It's more acidic though. It's like one of the like n- when Newman in Jurassic Park yeah. gets killed. It's we'll like have fire those fire
2: also.
1: We'll have like the Sea World acid, splash acid zone acid signs, spit, but the icon will be of a dinosaur Warning. spitting acid on somebody. Dinosaur
0: may spit acid or breathe fire on you at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> Please wear a tarp. <laughs> it's a tarp. Fire tarp. Firetarp.com. Fire uh, <laughs> <laughs> this this month's episode is sponsored by Firetarp.com. Let's check and see what actually is at that address before before plugging it. <laughs> well, stop no drop worry. and roll with Firetarp. <laughs> you've fallen and you can get up, but first you need to stop drop and roll because you've been breathed fire on by a dinosaur. Hi, I'm Gary Carlson, owner of Firetarps.com. Go online, buy my fire types. Don't get hurt by a dinosaur. Why not? <laughs> All right, order now, and I'll throw in an additional type plus our electric potato peeler for free.
1: Oh, Where do I call? Just go
0: to fire <laughs> <.co.uk. laughs> yeah. Backslash 1537F. Q972593LLLPNZ72453 backslash fire types.
1: And enter the promo code APKIDEFCOJECAMONOC for Skuvixes.
0: For <laughs> <With> 10% <laughs> off your first order. <laughs> All right. So you guys saw Star Wars? (laughs) (laughs) everybody see Star Uh, Wars? What's a Star Wars? Oh, man. A Star Wars is a thing that makes half a billion dollars in a weekend. Did you license that?
1: That was less than 30 seconds. That's legal. Fair use. Okay, so when I saw it in the theater the other day, about midway through the movie... Oh, should we I start, warn about spoilers? I start, I start to hear from the back of the theater,
3: ah, <laughs> ah,
1: and I thought it was somebody doing an impression of a dying Wookiee. It was an adult having some issues. <laughs> what? Really? There was a person who was having some sort of attack or episode that they were vocalizing. Wookieism, right? It was episode seven. So there was a Wookie. Was he dressed as a Wookie? I couldn't see. I had to. I was craning my neck, but I, I couldn't see. I also found out that if you sit in the second row of a digital projector 3D IMAX movie, everything is pixels. If it's brighter than average, every thruster, every flare, every sun you can see all the pixels. Every background element that's like a gas vent that's highlighted in light, you can see all the pixels. Is this like no, a, that's a full, full just IMAX? You. That's full your, IMAX. Yeah. That's your mutant power. I'm sorry my eyes are too good. Your mutant ability is to see them all. <laughs> but yeah, if you're too close to the screen on digital IMAX 3D, you will see pixels up the wazoo. Digital that's IMAX. not a good
2: place to see them. More no. like
4: digital UMAX. To see it with the, with the laser projection and stuff?
1: No, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try seeing it at the Grand Lake Theater in Oakland because I heard that they do the dual projector so that you're seeing the same frame in both eyes rather than having the two eyes swap 100 knew, times a second. Cool. So
4: it's 2D, but...
1: It's, it's 3D, each eye gets its own projector, whereas the normal 3D, each eye gets half the frames. What you
4: want is to see the Metreon. If, yeah. you're gonna, if you're gonna see it again in the 3D IMAX, see it at the Metreon yeah, because they have the laser projection system, which is the dual projector, but it's pew, pew. More lasers. lasers. La- like Rocket you're actually lasers, watching actual bro. lasers. Man. Crazy. So, or so, go to San Jose and see so the 70 are, millimeter.
1: Is it equivalent to analog in that there wouldn't be pixel lines?
4: Uh, you should. There shouldn't be perceptible pixel lines.
1: They're they're like at laser wavelength. Yeah. Okay. You, it's you, like it does it does it with scan lines? Yeah. With lasers.
4: Cool, but the other thing is like the. the if you turn up the it, power, the, 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 would the glasses drove me screen? crazy. I hate, I hate three D things. Yeah,
1: having having real glasses, prescription glasses, yeah. and going to see a three D, it's like mm. double the glare. Yeah, you get like feedback glare between the yep. two layers. it's the worst. And it's uncomfortable. I'm, they need to do like. Um, Prescription 3D contact lenses.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Or, no, or can that. we can
1: we finally just decipher the electrics of the brain's visual system so you can like plug a port into your head and just watch a movie that's reality based visually. <sighs>
0: Pretty that's cool. Too Thanks. scary. Yeah, I
1: like me a good port. Head- yeah, we need more head ports
0: head, Hey. you like giant <laughs> and have a Are you tired of not port. having a port in your head? <laughs> 32 kilobytes, right? 32K. And a 14.4 baud rate modem, right in the back of your skull, right now, for only 149.99. Just go to Gary'sHeadports.com and schedule an appointment, or come down to our office in downtown Jersey. We're ready to drill a hole in your head and plug some electronic crap into it. Are you tired of not being able to broadcast your thoughts in stereo? We've got you covered. Come on down. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Make an appointment online at garysheadports.com or just walk on in. Do whatever. And today only we'll throw in a second port for your USB charging for free. Charge your phone using the electricity inside of your skull. (laughs)
1: What else do I get if I call
0: now? Call now and get our electric potato peeler for free.
1: (laughs) And now that we're back from our sponsor, do we we have anything more spoiler-free to say? About about Star Wars. Just that,
0: <laughs> the dies in the movie. Oh.
3: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> Retroactive spoiler alert. <laughs> That's gonna be you're gonna cut that right. <laughs> that was Just, bleep really mean. Just bleep it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, now post bleeping official spoiler alert. We still have stuff to talk about. This not Star Wars, so uh, fast forward to a point that I'll edit in. (laughs) All right. If you don't want spoilers, all right. But like by the time this comes out. I think I think New Year's Day is probably when the official "Don't Talk About Star Wars" moratorium is going to be released. I think so, if you haven't seen it by then, if you haven't still, seen it's it still, the It's first. nice to put a warning, but we won't, warning. won't be like yeah, bludgeoned. If to you death haven't seen week. it by
0: the first two weeks, you're not a real fan anyway. So fuck you. <laughs> you don't need a, you don't need a spoiler alert because you don't really give a damn. That's you that's can, probably true. You think you're better than everybody? Yeah. <laughs> I already told my girlfriend what my girlfriend does not like Star Wars at all. That's I. One but. thing
1: I love about her
0: is that <laughs> she's
1: very vocal about not giving a shit about that movie. Yeah. I, I, you know, I wasn't that into There's it as a, a there, kid. It's not the biggest thing in the world to me. I could totally respect uh-huh. somebody who just doesn't get into
0: it. I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't know. Like, Star Wars has meant different things to me at different points in my life. I feel like I've reached an age and I've just gone to so many conventions. Conventions really suck the soul out of the things that you love, like as a nerd. I've gotta say, like the more that you work at conventions and the more you see the same crap every year, and the more you just see like hundreds of thousands of people that have like saved up all year just so they can piss away money on like an autographed lightsaber. Yeah. And like all the ridiculous crap that gets marketed to you. Like Star Wars there's like Star Wars shit on everything you can buy that has nothing to do with Star Wars. Star Wars M&M action figures. Yeah, we'll <laughs> Remember see. Remember those? Those are, those are still out. And yeah. that's, that's Those are the
1: real Slim Shady. That's,
0: that's I don't know, that's, that's not the worst thing. I think the worst <clears throat> thing is just when you see, like, bags of chips that aren't even mm-hmm. shaped like Star Wars characters s- and stuff. I saw Star oranges. Wars
1: yeah, bags 8 of 8 potatoes and oranges. BB-8 yeah. oranges. <laughs> What yeah. the fuck, Lucas? Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's Disney, not, it's Disney, yeah. Disney, yeah. No,
4: it, well, so, I mean, I mean Luke, Lucas started. the Luke He set the created precedent. The entire the, yeah the idea. Yeah, uh, well, you but, talk about conventions. Like, speaking as someone who has worked the Lucasfilm booth at Comic Con as an employee, uh, that will God. destroy your soul forever.
0: Goddamn! I've just worked like video game like company booths at like conventions, and that was like enough pandering for me
4: it's the pandering but, but then it's ang- when when people angry people come up to you and start like, saying things that just are the most nonsensical yeah. weird privileged.
0: It's, it's it reminded me a lot of it's a lot of like working retail where people just like decide to take their bad day on on you like and then like get on you like you make the rules even though you're the person behind the counter talking to them you know that sort yep. of thing yeah but with that said, I mean, I was, like watching the movie, I still choked up. I cried openly like twice in the theater. Like there's just a familiarity with a lot with the story with the characters, and it was done right, you know, like it was modernized well, I thought. and uh, it it brings you up to date with like the characters from the last or the original trilogy. Like the good trilogy. And it says, like, it shows that George Lucas, you know, really shouldn't have had anything to do with the, with the franchise for the last 20 years.
1: Yeah, I, I think they did a good job in, in picking a team that could execute on the plan properly. You know, like yeah. the whole, the, the first thing I thought when I walked out of the movie theater was that quote from like the, ep- the episode one uh, interviews where Lucas is like, it's like poetry, it rhymes. But, like, mm-hmm. the poetry of episode one was like Vogon poetry.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it was torture. I, I like that. The, uh, po- the poetry analogy. of episode seven was at least a nice, like, Shakespearean sonnet kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, they hit every point that you would expect to hit if they were just doing a flat-out banal rehash. Mm-hmm. But they made it with characters you cared about and production values that, that were definitely better than mm-hmm. episode one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think you know there were just a couple spots in the movie that made me cringe a little bit and overall it was a little too on the nose as far as a 100% reproduction of the feel of the original uh, I think but but they did a damn good job considering
0: I honestly feel like the original story of Star Wars is such a basic hero's journey it's hard for it not to reflect in a, a similar manner in a lot of ways, you, you,
1: you could not include a spherical planet-destroying weapon. You know, like ah, oh, you gotta <laughs> do that.
0: One more, <laughs> one more spherical thing. That's it.
1: Like no, next they're gonna build it inside a red dwarf, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're just gonna find nah. a way to put a heat vent on that thing.
0: <laughs> I think it's gonna be more traditional battle scenes in the next few Star Wars films. Honestly. The next
4: one's uh, Rian Johnson, right? Is making uh, Yeah. yeah. And he's, more he's writing he's writing the next
1: it. two episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm more interested in what he does than
4: this last because this last one was just it's very commercial the way I mean, it was put together. They mm-hmm.
1: went to JJ so he could do exactly with Star Wars what he did with Star Trek. Yep. Hit every single point you want to hit, satisfy the hardcore fans that know the character's names, and satisfy the popcorn viewers that just want to stare at effects. Uh-huh. That's what he did. And he did that's what he does well.
0: It had you had more story given than you had in any of the other star wars movies really like it's not like lucas is great at writing dialogue you know then like now you have a guy that's good at developing characters and writing dialogue tell me how
4: you feel about sand
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, way to ruin the mood (laughs) what what about what do you think t-money
2: well, sand's cool and all <laughs> um, you know it's,
0: that's its place it's sandy what what did you think of the movie?
2: I liked it. you know, I went into it. I was like,, yeah, you know, I could take it or leave it, but you know, people I was with wanted to see it, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I came out of it just like super nostalgic, like you know, I felt like a little kid again, which was cool. yeah, um, yeah, but, I, yeah, I think it was well done,
0: yeah, I think overall, yeah. Everybody just agrees. uh, eh, it was a good movie, no matter what. It's made half a billion freaking dollars already, and more, it's breaking more than that like at this yeah, point. yeah, more than that. And it's opening in China like as we speak, as this is being recorded, and uh, yeah, it's soon Disney will just rule everything. So I don't even know why we're worried about Trump or Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton. <laughs> we're just gonna have an anti-Semitic mouse. As our overlord soon, yeah. but it's cool because they're feeding us all the nerdy shit we grew up with, and we're pacified. So. Yeah, we're taking what our are we Soma? Worry about. We're all good. Yeah, we're all good. Things got dark. Can't wait for <laughs> Avengers: Infinity War, you guys.
1: Yeah. So, aren't there like nine Marvel movies coming out
0: this next year? Oh man, there's a lot of Marvel stuff coming they're out. They're
4: to three. They're going to be up to three a year, I think.
0: Three there's a more year. than three. There's a year more year than three now, coming right out there? this year. Well, yeah.
4: Marvel Studios, because like X Men and, and Fantastic Four don't count.
0: Yeah, the Fantastic Four movies never count. Deadpool next year looks good.
4: It's also, but that's also not Marvel.
0: Yeah, that's not Marvel. But I was just talking about the X Men movies. Yeah, 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 and the uh, X Men Apocalypse also comes out next year. So I think like you're starting to see them try and do what Marvel's done, and tie all their. They've always kind of tied all the X Men movies together, but the starting with uh, the second Wolverine movie, I think they really tried to get some canon straight, and then. The last X Men movie, which was really good, when they brought Bryan Singer back, like they actually wiped the slate clean, so they can actually do better X Men
1: films. So is this all Star Wars's fault? Like the idea of having a multi movie saga in a consistent universe? Like would 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 these Avengers
0: movies with all the different character tie-ins exist without Star Wars? I think that the reason it works is because Marvel knows how to make comic books. So if you make movies, like you make comic books and you get comic book writers and people that grew up on those, on those books that they are bringing to screen, that it works in a similar fashion. Marvel has this huge, like, 75 years worth of history that they can call upon. And it all exists in a world that's, you know, geographically fairly similar to ours. And they can do this and they can do that and they can go off on these little tangents You know, based off of like a character, one character from a film. You know, now you have Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just based off of a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent that they like created for the movie. You know, stuff like that you can do. You can have your Daredevils and you can have your Jessica Joneses and they're just like in that universe doing their own thing. And that's what comic books are. So I think, I don't think Star Wars has anything to do with it, but I think that they hit it there. They finally hit at the right time because the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I think, paved the way more so for the modern sort of franchise filming. Uh, Mega franchise. Yeah, yeah. Because like, that was like the first time in, since Star Wars that a trilogy had really hit in like the fantasy fiction sort of genre. And
1: then the rainy Spider-Man just sort of reignited the superhero fuse.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like... It's like a, a perfect yeah. storm
1: of of other movie fans finally opening up the market for this kind yeah. of thing.
0: And nerds turning thirty too. Yeah, like nerds that and having jobs. This stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and technology being good enough because they tried before. Marvel's tried a long time to get their films going, but the technology wasn't there. And like. The audience wasn't yeah.
4: there as much either.
0: Yeah, the audience, Yeah, exactly. Comics were still thought of as mostly for kids, but then the kids grew up, and they want to see their heroes on screen. Like, the Avengers, man. Like, you talk about like feeling like a kid again. Like, that movie gave me goosebumps. Like, I am such a comic book nerd. Like, unabashedly. Like, that movie, more than this new Star... This new Star Wars movie tugged at my emotions in a lot of way because it, it is nostalgic, but... Like, nothing made me feel more like a kid again than the Avengers movie, the first one with Whedon. So there you go. That's my little nerd rant. Are we ready to spoil stuff? Can we spoil things now? Sure. Let's, we haven't yet, so... so yeah,
1: let's, let's spoil stuff. I thought the, uh, the Maz Canada chewy
0: sex scene was great. So hot. Yeah. The shit that he did with the wax and the butter I don't know how he's gonna get that out of his fur it's a little awkward
2: yeah. I bet
0: that's how he keeps
4: it from turning gray
1: <laughs> it's not it's not L'Oreal when she was like upside down and her goggles were around his balls
0: <laughs> she was gobbling with the goggles yeah she, was, she was like was teabagging the... herself <laughs> through yeah. the goggles and uh, yeah. it was hot I had no idea that Wookiees had such long tongues
1: you learn something new every Star Wars movie Trigger warning, spoilers ahead. If you don't want any Star Wars spoilers, fast forward to the 64 minute mark. Um so uh let's let's say let's do, let's do like favorite parts, least favorite parts. Okay. Um uh, I I think just for for pure like epic feel, I think my favorite part might have been the um the the snow battle. I mean it ended stupidly, the lightsaber battle in the snow, but it felt like a Star Wars battle. It wasn't as stupid as the Darth Maul battle. The it was tense. around. I was I mean, there were a couple semi predictable parts, like you knew what was gonna happen with the lightsaber and the ground shaking. Like you knew that was when Ray was gonna find the force, but like the overall outcome of it, I wasn't quite sure uh how they were gonna end it. Um and it was fun action.
0: What was that it was what was your least favorite? My
1: least favorite, um, Han's death, man. I, well, don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, like, aside from the emotional impact of that scene, I just thought it—it it was the stupidest thing on earth. How all the action stopped for Han to slowly walk out on this platform, for that platform to exist in the first place, for it to not have railings. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's just like so much stupid stuff packed into one scene. I could see it coming a mile away. As soon as he walked out on that platform, I was like, oh, this is the scene where the Han Solo's gonna die. Like, it was so obvious. It was so panderingly stupid, the way it was set up, and how it took the final resolution of the action on the bridge for anyone else, and that entire thermal conversation Compensator, what did they call it? Thermal oscillator, to uh, actually move. Like everybody, uh, like a dozen stormtroopers, and Ray and Chewie just stand there doing absolutely nothing for five minutes of stupid father-son bonding time.
0: It still hurts. It hurts so bad.
1: Yeah, I was so saying that I, it didn't. It didn't actually hit because it, this that scene didn't resonate with me because there was so much wrong with it. I didn't actually feel the impact of his death until Ray and Leia were hugging towards the end of the movie. That was emotional for me. But um, I just I couldn't get into the drama of the scene itself because it was so boilerplate.
0: You're just a cold-hearted professor. I am, I am. I just care Cold about the, the bloops and the
1: bleeps. I don't care about the hearts and the
0: pumps or the oh. bloods. All right, no con.
1: I, I
4: really enjoyed the 20-minute uh, the interlude in the middle with the six senators negotiating a trade dispute. that i felt was a real good callback to (laughs) to the the classic the classic prequel trilogy
0: the the, the gungans all slipping around in the on banana peels in the backwards oh yeah space banana peels i'm sorry
4: well there's no yeah there's no bananas in star wars but there are space bananas
0: yeah that was your favorite that was my favorite scene absolutely least favorite scene uh i
4: don't know the whole action scene at the end just uh, all the action just horrible who needs that yeah, get back to. I really TV. hated how well developed the characters were.
0: Yeah,
4: but I wasn't expecting that, and it just didn't feel like Star Wars. Cool. I can't not be sarcastic about it. I can't. I know.
0: Yeah, it's okay. You can be sarcastic yeah. about it. You used to be canon. You used to have like a. I Star had some
4: Wars. can. Yeah, I had some canon. I can't really talk about that. Oh, you can't. Not really. Oh. I mean, I used to. Yeah, I used to work at Lucasfilm a little bit.
0: Do you like lightsabers? Can you say whether or not you like lightsabers? Lightsabers are cool.
1: Can you say who your favorite Gungan was? Who's your favorite uh, Gungan? Probably Boss Nass, because he's the only one whose name you know that isn't Jar Jar. No, this bull is also a Captain Tarples. Oh, right. Captain of course! Captain Captain how could you forget the Captain Tarpals? Yeah, how Captain
4: could tarples. how could you have forgotten Captain Tarpals?
1: Didn't he die of Tarpals <laughs> <laughs> Cunnel syndrome? Nowadays, everybody <laughs> wants to talk like they got. He did. Something they to say. they did. Uh,
0: they killed him off in but the Clone Wars cartoon. Comes out when uh, they moved their lips. Point. Just a bunch of gibberish and motherfuckers. Exactly. Like you said people tarples. say
4: some
1: misa gibberish.
4: See, he talks like that, but he uh, has a, a gruff voice, like, Yusa in Big Doodoo. He's that
0: man, you That's not what, quite as racist. What the, f- what the fuck does George Lucas think of Rastafarians? Like, uh, Or, or like, Asian fish people. Yeah, what the fuck? George <laughs> I'm really glad all the racist creatures were taken out. Like, no flat-flying Jewish bug people or anything no, like just, that. No, just
1: a one. bunch of British people in space for some reason. Yeah.
0: British, British people, people are colonizing. always the bad guys. They're, They're always, always the bad guys bro. But Ray's a British people. Yeah. So, so, so the, maybe she's going to become a bad. Yeah, yeah she's really. going to be Darth Vadrus. Darth Vadrus.
4: That sounds like a name that would be in the Star Wars
1: movie actually. Yeah, like Darth uh, Ungwent. Ungwent. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Darth Wrinkle. That's the Yes. Right? <laughs>
0: uh so my favorite scene in the new Star Wars film, uh, probably like I really liked it when like Han's like, oh man, I really like your when he just starts taking Chewie's blaster and using it, <laughs> <laughs> like in all the years they've been together, it's never been like, oh man, like le- this is a cool blaster. Actually, made
4: no canonical sense because the reason only Wookies use those is because the recoil
0: would like send a human flying. Well, that was in the extended universe that they <laughs> destroyed. So what shrug. do you know? <laughs> Shrug? <laughs> Han Solo's got the Force. That's or how something. you. That's how
4: you shrug on our <laughs> podcast, right? Shrug. <laughs> shrug.
0: Yeah. The Force. Han Solo's got the Force because he's been all up in Leia's junk, so he's got. Is it? A, are midi sexually transmitted? Apparently. Okay. That could explain why. Han has Cl- chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, you win. All right. Bravo! I tip my hat to you, wow. sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Pretty much. I, I just really like the how much of a push Han Solo got for his send off, and yeah. like Harrison Ford is just so awesome in general, in everything. Like I'm just a big Harrison Ford fan. Even like Air Force One, and like him as Jack Ryan for like all those years, like I just you know I'm I will watch a movie with Harrison Ford and it didn't see that rom com with Callista Flockhart. Never saw that. Never saw that. But was, was uh, that your least
1: favorite part of Star Wars? Was not seeing that rom com. Callista
0: Flockhart was my least favorite thing. Like, when she shows up as, like, the, you know, evil, like, Sith overlord. She was Phasma, right? (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Oh, she she was was Snoke?
0: Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying it right now. Snoke is Jar Jar.
1: That's your
0: theory?
4: No, I just think that'd be funny.
0: A lot of people are saying he's Darth Plagueis.
4: Yeah, that's a theory that's going around too.
0: Because he's, like, the same race as Plagueis. I
4: hope he's tiny. I hope he's, like, really small.
0: Yeah. He's like, yeah. He, like, fits on your shoulder. You're like yep. yeah, but He was in the dark side. We're going to get you.
4: <laughs> he overcompensates in his hologram by making it enormous.
0: He's got yeah. a little spork lightsaber. Yeah. yeah I'm going to spork you. He drives,
1: like, a Ferrari <laughs> class. <laughs> mm-hmm. TIE fighter. on oh, Star Destroyer. There, something I that know, Tiny Star.
0: I, think, is yeah, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta agree with you, like I hated the way that Hans I think they, you know Han Solo died in a weird way. I would have liked to have seen the Millennium Falcon get blowed up. Uh with That would Han be Solo. a hero's death. Yeah. I would have liked something more mm-hmm. like that where like he goes out in a blaze of glory, like saving like the new class, and then we get like a new cool ship. Instead of the lesson
1: we get which is if you try to love your child they'll kill you.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. well... Which I, I think
1: is important prophylactic advice. Well, you know,
0: throughout the whole movie you see Rilo Kylie um, struggling with, with, with like, whether he wants to be light or dark, you know, Yeah. whether he wants to take his Adderall or his Ritalin. And
4: the fact that he feels <laughs> tempted by the light, yeah. is an, light side is an interesting reversal. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah.
1: I liked his temper tantrums. I thought that was a great character trait. It showed that he just wasn't in control of himself. Yeah,
0: like... But uh, I think like somebody pointed out it might be interesting that like the reason that he's going to the dark side and the reason that he kills his father is because he feels like he needs to become the part of the dark side that balances out the force with the light side or something like that because there's always like a light and a dark balance. So he, like some people are like because he, yeah, he ha- he's like tearing up as he's about to like kill his dad. like he doesn't want to do it. But like but he's forcing. He sees to it as a to. test.
1: Yeah, it's it's an obstacle he has to overcome to fully. Accept so like the dark he, side. it's
0: it's it's showing that he still has emotions. Uh, sort of like they're kind of setting him up to be a little bit like Vader, like. But you can actually see the the temptation to be good visually because you can see his face. You know what yeah. I mean? Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I thought Andy Samberg did a great job.
0: Yeah. He yeah. wasn't smiling at all, which he seems to do in everything. <laughs> Andy Sam, I do not don't like the way Andy Samberg is constantly smiling in everything <laughs> that he does.
4: He played Kip Fisto, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at any rate, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's 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 my favorite and least favorite scene. T-Rocks.
2: Um. Okay. Well, I think my favorite scene was the uh, Wookiee sex scene. Um, by far, like that just kind of duh,
0: that's a big duh.
2: That kind of just brought 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 me into it, and you know, I just just couldn't get enough of that. It
0: really helps you understand the world, yeah. Really gives it (laughs) depth. Two ewoks, they brought in, yeah. 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 They buttered up a couple ewoks and just crammed them right up there. Yub (laughs) nub, (laughs) (laughs) it's called the Space Richard gear. Wow. No, really. What were your favorite scenes? I don't scene?
2: know. I don't know. The,
0: well, the <laughs> stuff with the lightsabers? That was cool, right?
2: Lightsabers are s- pretty sweet. I yeah, want one. Yeah,
0: that was cool. They were like, vomp, vomp, vomp. I
2: want one so I can uh, murder my foes better.
0: Any of your least favorite scenes?
2: The Wookiee sex scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Best and the worst. A
2: lot of, yes. like, like, how do they physically do that? That must be CGI. You know, it's unbelievable. Like, I really couldn't even...
1: Man. So why do you think they need all those stormtroopers on the planet-killing thing?
4: So that they can have a cool Cheap
1: scene
0: where they're housing. all lined up. Cheap, affordable housing. <laughs> That's actually reasonable. Yeah. Where yeah. are you going to put them, man? You got a <laughs> bunch of soldiers. You're going to build another fucking flying... Planet. Just keep all your stuff like, on the so, giant target. So the rest target. of the
1: planet is like villages of
0: stormtroopers. Yeah, it's like all the their families. Stormtrooper, <laughs> their families are <laughs> and there's there. like
1: the baker stormtrooper. He gets up yeah. at three in the morning and.
0: I mean, there's. <laughs> I mean, it's an it's army, like right? Google. I mean,
4: Finn is the garbage is, man. Is, yeah,
0: he's a janitor. You know, he's probably got a fucking family somewhere. Yeah, you Well, know, oh, they established he didn't. He got oh, taken. Yeah. Space
1: janitor. So I noticed they doubled down on the parsecs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I, so I always thought that since parsec is a measure of distance and he, the context of the original claim of doing the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs makes it sound like a measure of time, that it was like a script flub. It was. They went back to that script flub.
4: Well, it's, they've established since then or tried to uh, override it by determining that the so-called Kessel Run is like a run through a bunch of black, like a field of black holes. So yeah. it's more impressive to do it in a short distance.
1: But the closer you get to a black hole, the more time that you'll, the more time dilation you'll experience, and the more time the people away from you will experience. If you want
4: to, if you want to try that's and talk they, about gravitational time, time dilation,
1: in re, in, <laughs> then I should watch a hard sci-fi movie and forget. Yeah. About even Star just Wars. like Star Wars is barely even <laughs> sci-fi. First it's of more all, Parsec
0: that could anything. have meant something different back then.
1: That's no, no know, it was it was a,
0: it was a scripting error. It's just straight up. I voice.
1: mean, I think that's well, that's the best in-universe uh,
0: explanation. Yeah. The Force. The Force. So shut up. (laughs) Move on with your life. You know, I heard some guy after the movie being like, Oh, everything. I guess everything was explosive on that planet, huh? And it's like that's the thing. You've got like people like grabbing laser swords with their minds,
4: freezing laser bolts. Y-
0: yeah, yeah, and doing crazy shit. But shit was too fucking explosive. Like that's, that's the thing. The, yeah, well, that's so the you're thing. gonna hone
1: in on that. And it, and it actually, you know, it's a planet that just sucked the energy out of a sun. It, yeah. it, without proper containment, it probably explode. Yeah, but I mean, just in I general. I didn't show, find it, it
4: believable. I didn't, I'm, I'm just, think, I'm thinking, yeah. sorry, when I worked, like I said, I worked Comic-Con, talking to people that would walk up to you and just say stuff like that, and you're just like, yeah, all right, just keep, like, I'll just it, stand here, I'm getting paid, I don't.
0: It's like, you're <sighs> going to allow yourself to suspend please, disbelief for everything else. Please don't one leave one your
4: child like, there and expect us to yeah. watch them.
0: Oh, man, no, just kid, get kidnap them. Like, if people leave their children with them, with you, you kidnap them. And, and train you, them as Jedis. Yeah. No, you. you <laughs> make well, I would them just ignore and them,
4: ask. and then when they came back, "Where's my kid?" Like I. I
0: don't know. I'm not your I babysitter. don't <laughs> know.
4: Where'd my kid go? Like you left your kid and sold in into a human San Diego behavior. Convention Hall, and expected it to be okay. Yeah,
1: no, that's not how it works. Nope, nope. it got bought by a comic book guy for his collection. <laughs>
0: Man.
4: Here's the one thing. It's got that a long box of just like no one's, <laughs> no
0: one. I haven't heard anybody mention this yet, but like Princess Leia senses when Han Solo dies. Yeah, like she feels it in the Force. She's yeah. Force
4: adept, even if she's yeah. not trained. there's yeah. a scene in Empire with yeah. her sensing Luke. You know, it's fine.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I and, just thought and it Kylie was Minogue like, sensed Han when he landed on the planet. Yeah, but I just thought, it, you know, it might have been an implication that like her like connection to the Force has grown more, you know, as she went as she's gotten older. As she's grown more. Yeah, she's matured. You know, so I'm wondering if like we're gonna see like Leia pull off some force tricks or something in the future. You think
1: there's gonna be a Leia um, Kylo Ren battle?
0: No. No, I think that Rilo Kylie might get a hold of Leia uh, to lure Luke out. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, yeah, she's gonna fuck her son. (laughs) Now that now that he's murdered his father, that that leaves room for him to fuck his mother, right? So it'll it'll go from a normal hero's journey to an Oedipal journey. Well, at least for at least for the villain, which makes sense, right? He'll yeah. be crying the whole time because he's emo. <laughs> so you, you think uh, episode eight's basically going to be a retelling of Spank I the think, Monkey? I think it. I think in I think in episode eight you're going to see Rilo Kylie Ren. Uh, go on tour with the Postal Service. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to see like, Rey come back as a Jedi after training with Gandalf. I hope we get to see the big
1: epic uh, battle of the Knights of Ren versus the Knights of Stimpy. <laughs>
3: yes.
1: Because like, I'm, I'm waiting for that. Like the huge armada battles. Yeah. yeah. Are Rob Torkelson's armada going to show up. Featuring
0: Herman Vendorchuk.
1: Yeah, I think... So, okay, let's talk about the battles. They they seemed kind of dinky and um, forced. The, the space battles of, like, ships light. flying around. They're,
0: it's thinner. It's a lot thinner. It seemed like there were less people involved in the battle between good and evil. Yeah, they just had smaller squadrons. In, yeah, you know. in general, things were lighter. I mean, it's like post-war. It's... I don't know. Essentially, it's kind of it was just kind of like two countries in the Middle East going at it. It wasn't like the whole world war, mm-hmm. sort of. You know, it didn't get you didn't get the globe the galactic scale that you had in the other films.
1: Yeah, yeah. They felt like you know quick strafing runs and people were called off and, and like nobody had a large amount of troops. You think that's like an intentional setting of the
0: the state of the a the universe bit, yeah. at that point? I think it's a little bit. Yeah, like these. Like, this this Nazi faction is just that. It's a faction. It's an offshoot. As before, you had a galactic empire going on. Yeah. You know, now you're like, now you've got, like, it's more like World War, it's more like right it's before divided World territory. War II. It's like a divided, yeah. like
4: the galaxy's divided territory where these yeah. guys control this part, the Republic is this part. I think that's uh-huh. established, actually. Like, they've been doing that in the books that I, I'm not going to read.
1: so is the Republic just like completely toast now there's no more civilization left it's just a few off worlds like where where were the resistance hiding out
0: I think a lot of people have just kind of gone back to self-governing in the sky
1: yeah they could see it so they're nearby Uh, why why didn't they target that planet too it was close
0: enough to see the other because the movie was underwritten in that sense oh yeah yeah I think uh just overall I mean it just might be the kind of thing where everybody's like all right we're gonna self-govern now and we're not gonna get involved in like like universal politics it could be that sort of thing. Well, it seems... Or now they're there's still, like, trading off-world or whatever, but... There was a
4: Senate. They blew it up.
0: Yeah. Well, at any rate... So is the rest of the universe now... It's more...
1: There's no more melting pots, right? Because the Republic would be where all the different races from the different planets and the different systems come together to rule. Right. Now, it would be more like... Totally. The, ho- the home planets <laughs> of the various species are mostly they're not ethnically diverse, right? So you're going to have a bunch of warring tribes more than a consolidated union, right? So we're going to have, like, the Twi'lek army and the Mon Calamari army, right?
0: I think that those (laughs) Filipino fish dudes are from the same planet as the Mon Calamari. They are. Thank you. Yeah.
4: I knew some trivia. (laughs) At any rate... Did you you watch the Clone Wars cartoon?
0: I did, but I don't remember... He did Monday the Alabama episode episodes. with uh, Captain Akbar. Captain Akbar. It's only Captain. <laughs> some, some like that. It's a trap. Akbar is all up in this piece. He's in the movie. Is he still an admiral? I mean, admiral. Where is he gonna go from there? Grand Admiral. Su- Grand Admiral Akbar. Supreme, Supreme Admiral. Admiral
1: Supreme is an admiral. admiral with sour Supreme.
0: cream. Yeah. He probably has some sour cream by right now. And tomatoes. Mm-hmm. A little sour extra salsa, cream. yeah. Or
1: tomatoes supreme.
0: Here's the other thing I wanted to bring up. Poe Dameron. You he like showed, he's in the beginning. You think he's a really important character. And then he like they crash and you're like, no Poe Dameron. We don't need you. And then they like get to back to the rebel base. And they're like, Poe, I thought you were dead. Dude, I'm totally not. And that's it.
4: He was originally supposed to die. Yeah, he they're, was originally. They were gonna kill him off and then they decided that. They no, realized do that. they
0: needed a pilot. And a love interest for Finn. <laughs> I really think... I really hope that they end up hooking up. I really do. Because that would leave Rey room to actually be a Jedi and be fucking totally abstinent. I also really like
4: of, the idea of conservators getting more and more pissed off at these movies. Like, oh, there's yeah. a woman. Oh, Guy's not white.
0: A black man and a white woman. As the main this is characters crazy. In a movie? What? <laughs> Fuck all that, man. Who cares what. What race, is this, color Black Snake Moon? Yeah. She, she ain't no Ricci, bro. <laughs> no, she ain't she no ain't. Ricci. No, but dude. Gotta drink more milk. I liked it. I think Finn was my favorite character of the film. He was good. Yeah. He was really likable. John Boyega is really into being in the movies as well, he's a good actor. I like Attack the Block. He has
4: a good personality. I Just, like Attack yeah. the Attack the Block, the block is an awesome movie. Check that shit out.
0: Uh, but yeah, the, May the Force be with you overall. Yeah. I don't and, know. and with you as well.
4: He didn't have that yeah. much commitment in, in
0: that one. That was. May the Force be with you. That was too much. You to find a uh, uh, May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. I'll do it like that. May the force be with you. That's what Batman doing? Oh, Bane, I can do Bane. Uh, May the the force be with you, (laughs) Batman. You are trained in the use of the force. I was born into the honor (laughs) myself. I was born this way. Why was Batman not? Kylo, They could have gotten Tom Hardy to do Rilo Kylie's voice. What? I know it's not Rilo Kylie. I know it's it's Kylo Ren, but now I just want to keep saying Rilo Kylie. It's addictive. It is. Oh, the only action figure I bought, I bought Elo Asti's action figure because it's nice. <laughs> the alien named after Respect. the Beastie Boys' Hello Nasty Respect. album. Respect. That that is the only Star he Wars died. figure I'm buying. He did. He died. I was really disappointed because I thought at the end, him and like a couple other creatures from his planet could have done a rap song. That's, yeah, well, that would have been blew different. blew up another Death Star, and now we're here to say <laughs> we rocked the Rebel pilots in a mage way.
1: That's what they should have mm. had at the end of the movie. Yeah, there was nothing. There was a bad robot at the end of the movie.
0: There was no Yubnubs or anything like that. There was just they find Gandalf in the middle of fucking Middle Earth, and then they spend five minutes jumping on Frodo's bed. Yeah, that was totally. <laughs> did he not look? Did did Luke Skywalker not look like Gandalf no. the Gray to anybody else? No. Am I the only one that like got like wizard vibes off of that? Definitely like kind of wizard vibes, yeah. but I, not got like... motion, I got motion sick during
1: that last shot though. Nice. The last, the last uh, shot was strange. Yeah. That water was moving sideways way too fast in two different directions for a 3D movie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is not, That shot was not made with 3D in mind nope. at all. So what's
0: your prediction for episode eight? Um, Come
1: on, t rocks More Wookiee sex. More Wookiee Wookie w- sex. Chewie gets his
0: groove back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm in it for. Now but... that Chewie's
0: lost his life partner. <laughs> He's Aww. ready to go mingle. Aww. He well, meets a young Rastafarian man I mean, maybe, on vacation to Jamaica planet. he'll have enough time to
1: socialize, and Maz Kanata will get her some chewy action. she
0: he'll wants. He'll chew a little bit of her baka. Oh. Uh, I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, prediction for episode eight, No Kong. It'll make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's a damn Nostradamus. That's Mm. some crazy shit. What's your prediction for episode eight, Doc? Um, Okay, I think
1: that uh, Luke is gonna train Rey, and Maz Kanata is gonna train Chewie in going down on the Force, and um, I, I, I I I'm. Poe Dameron is going to be the hero of whatever battle happens because of whatever bullshit weapon that the First Order builds. And Kylie Minogue is going to have mm, a couple more temper tantrums, but then solidify his dark side connection and then um, they'll deal with it in the third movie.
0: Yeah, I think, think, yeah, there's definitely going to... I don't think there's going to be another Death Star to blow up. I think it's going to end on a darker note. Like, uh, I think it's gonna take place a few years later, after Ray has been training as a Jedi, and like Finn's been part of the Resistance. But I also think that he's. Gonna, I think that Finn's gonna become a Padawan, uh, in the next film, hmm. as well. Like like Ray's gonna come back with Luke after training, and they're gonna like. Also, I think we'll see a battle between Supreme Leader Snoke and Luke Skywalker.
4: I t- like tiny, them. tiny yeah. supreme weird. Like it we starts off big. like yeah, Kylo
0: big. Ren. Yeah. Kylo Ren is gonna do it. Well, I mean, I think that the race is like seven feet tall that he's a member of, right? In like I, the, I don't are they a recognizable race? Yeah, they're like the hummus or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the hummus.
1: Yeah. They all have mm-hmm. like flesh missing from their cheek or is Yeah, that just... they're
0: they're really tall. They kind of look like the aliens that cloned all the Clone Wars, but with like longer faces. Uh huh. Like imagine not Egon like long necks. Uh long necks, long faces. Yeah, long faces instead of long necks, I guess would be a good way of putting it, right? Shrug. Shrug. <laughs> Alright. Uh but yeah, they're like if Egon didn't have a nose from Ghostbusters and he was bald. That's sexy. They're really hot.
4: Do you think it's modeled off of Harold Ramis?
0: <laughs> Definitely. Definitely Harold Ramis' is ghost. Yeah.
4: That's why it couldn't be a practical effect.
0: Yeah. This might be Tupac. It might be Tupac, too. So who knows? It's a hologram, so we don't really know. Yeah. Someone was saying that, like, uh, the emperor never was that big in any of his things but i'm pretty sure remember a giant projection of the emperor's his face head. was that big his head yeah. yeah
1: he would never project his whole body big but the head was definitely larger than life <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah it's a, it's obviously a you know small dick size compensation technique
0: uh-huh. yeah and i think we'll find out that ray is uh, kylo ren's sister they're cousins you think i, I don't think I, it's I, luke's kid you don't i don't think i think luke probably abstained after becoming a Jedi, because Jedi's don't have sex, and that's what fucked up his dad. Was oh the... really?
1: They they take an oath of celibacy. Like yeah, early? yeah.
0: That's why it was like such controversy that like uh, Anakin and uh, Queen Emma Amidala were married. Patamame. Yeah. Padamama, Papshmear. <laughs> but enough Star Wars, because I think it's time. It's time. It's time for the holiday top five list. For the holidays. Cha-la-la-la-la.
1: So, yeah, this is, this is coming out on New Year's Day. We've all survived Christmas and Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, um... And not New, New Year's, Year's, probably. Maybe
4: not New Year's, I don't know.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> knock on wood. We, we plan on surviving New Year's. Uh, who... Anybody got uh, good New Year's plans? Going to see
0: Primus. Yeah, I'll be at that Weird. show.
1: It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing Doug Loves Movies in the afternoon. Does uh, Doug love movies? He does. Um... Oh wait! That'll be a stone. We've also got some event.
0: questions we can answer really quickly. We get. Let's answer some questions, and then and then we'll, and then do, we'll our do our list. The top five. Yeah. Every, everybody, prepare yourselves mentally for the top five list. Here we go. Here are some questions that our fans or people that we know asked us uh, about cartoon violence. Uh, all right. So Mike Ackman of Together We Are Robots, our first guest ever. He wants to know if uh, he can get a ride uh, up to the Bay Area from LA after Frequency Fest. Uh,
1: sure, sure. Yeah, ask ask gas or
0: grass. No one rides. I'm pretty (laughs) sure he's gonna be bobbing some knobs on the way back up. Yeah, or together we
1: are robot oral sex. Yeah,
0: (laughs) together we are robo oral sex. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh, Next question. Homegirl Franny, she wants to know if we do kids parties. Yeah? Yeah. Sure. No oral sex necessary. No, but <laughs> appreciated. Uh all right, this is this is a good one uh from Robert Grosso. What is the best and worst song you have ever written? I okay. think for me it's Forever Tonight is both, both the best, the best and, worst. and the worst song I've ever written. <laughs> it's a ho- it's like a horrible 80s ballad that we made on our demo track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh do you
1: have a real best and a real worst?
0: Forever tonight is definitely the worst song I've ever written probably. Uh I'm not I don't know some of the stuff I wrote when I was a teenager is probably pretty shitty. But, I mean, you gotta look, you gotta realize I was a teenager. What, what, what more, what do you mean? Within the
1: context of cartoon violence.
0: Within the context of cartoon violence, uh, yeah, Forever Tonight is probably the worst thing we've ever written, I would say. Well, what's your, what's
1: your pick for best?
0: Oh, man, my ba- best pick. <laughs> I think if I'm gonna talk like something we, that I feel like we wrote as a band, uh, I'm gonna need a second. What's your worst. That's the worst song you've ever written with cartoon violence. Keep like, in mind you've like
3: written
0: like one enough. song.
2: <laughs> <for the laughs> I, yeah, I'm not. Um,
0: What's the best outside anytime, anything? What was the best? Well,
2: when I was like four, I, I I what the worst one is probably when I was like four, I wrote a song called Dark Shadowy Night. And it was basically spooky. all on the lower register of the keyboard. And it went dark, shadowy night, dark, shadowy night.
0: Are you willing to bring that back? Can we? I
2: think we should. I think we should like do a remix of that because it do was it. a big hit.
0: Yeah, did your mom, your mom and dad like I it? I would
2: hold you know concerts and they'd be like, yeah.
0: She stuffed animals that's, all that's seemed great. To be it. None of them left.
2: They stayed there for the whole thing. That which was nice. A moment. couple of them fell off the keyboard, but
0: man, those guys are dicks.
2: Yeah, those guys. Fuck those guys. What
0: do they know about music? And may, art? maybe they
4: had a few too many.
2: <laughs> <With> my, <laughs> they were quite drunk. Couldn't what, couldn't the, stay
4: upright.
0: What's the best <laughs> the best thing you've ever written ever?
2: Uh, well, I wrote a song called um, "You Fucking Suck" in high school about my prom date who stood me up. And um,
0: dude, that guy fucking sucks.
2: He fucking sucks. <laughs>
0: to this day, that guy probably still fucking.
2: And sucks. um, our our album got like on the radio. But I remember, I was a DJ in college, and <laughs> I I looked at our album and it had like. Uh, you know, stuff crossed out. Like, never play this. Never play. There were so many curse words in that song. You couldn't possibly bleep it out. And that's one of my crowning achievements, I think.
0: Ooh, nice. Rock on. Just, what, what band was that?
2: It's called Helpy's Broth.
0: Helpy's Broth. You got you got you got airplay because of that song, or uh, our uh, our
2: famous song? I think was called Crack whore, which I didn't write, <laughs> um, but. You know, you could at least bleep that one out. So it was, it was number one on the college radio station for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Damn,
0: nice. That's better than I was doing in high school. <laughs> uh, Let's
1: see, my my best. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's cartoon violence, I think like probably other heavenly bodies or rat race are songs that like came together well. Um, yeah,
0: heavenly bodies is going. I consider that more like your song. Yeah. Though.
1: Yeah, well, they're both. They both started with my with my piano parts, and then you added bass to them. And mm-hmm. bada bing, bada boom, we make the beautiful music we make.
0: Yeah, I don't think anything that we do is just like one person ever. But like yeah. sometimes there's a John song, and sometimes there's a Paul song. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's just how it goes. Yeah,
1: I think when when we actually figured out um, the song-by-song song breakdown on Robots and Dinosaurs of, like, who wrote what part, who wrote which verse, it was, like, almost 50-50. Yeah. Up across 13 tracks. Like, we even... Sometimes you'd bring a melody, I'd bring a lyric, you'd bring yeah. a chorus, I'd bring a verse, but it, it all evens out in the end. I, it,
0: it's just a collaborative effort always, no matter what it is, really. When, it, when you boil down to it, it's just sometimes some people think of some things, sometimes other people think of those things. Yeah. And we try and keep it as, like... Open as possible to the possibilities. Um, yeah, I think
1: for worst with cartoon violence, I, I I wasn't happy with how On Planet Techno turned out the first time. Yeah, I think it was that so was much potential with technical. Yeah, issues. And I lost a Pro Tools project and a crash, and 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 shit happened. Um, Forever Night has a certain endearing quality to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'd say uh, the 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 screamo version of. Dead man's party at Lydia's birthday party was the worst thing ever.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> didn't was, really write that, uh, that song. A, a drunk woman screaming
0: into a microphone while we played music. <laughs> um, but I mean, that wasn't really our song. Yeah. Oh man, you know I really like uh, I really like doing uh, the mother of my child attended a prestigious institute of fashion. I think that's that's a pretty good one. That's a little more on the Blake side or Professor Robot side rather. Um, that one gets but, a lot of
4: Teletubby footage in the visuals.
0: Yeah, Teletubby <laughs> footage is hot. Uh, I'm, I, I I like a lot of our stuff for different reasons, but yeah, I think I, I see of truth that sea of goes truth, over well. See of truth and selfish. I, I would say like, our when I look at them as just songs on their own, like I think are two of like our better songs. Like, Selfish just builds in such a great way, but it's so hard to pull off live sometimes. Like, we mm. need so much help. We need a real drummer, and, like, ho- you, hopefully a rhythm guitarist to really do it, which you can come see at Frequency Fest, which is our next show, which we'll all be at together.
3: Yay! Yay. Group
0: hug. Yay. Group audio hug. Yeah, and if you're in L.A., you got to come. Yeah, you know? so the,
1: yeah. The, the whole thing is three days. It's Friday to Sunday, January 15th to 17th at The Smell in downtown LA. I think doors are like eight Friday night, seven Saturday and Sunday. We'll be playing like around 8 p.m. on Sunday night. or the first band up after the open mic. So, uh, and then NuCon, you're you're gonna be projecting for a couple different people yeah, all I'll throughout be, the festival.
4: Yeah, I'll be also doing for Mike, Together We Are Robots and uh, Crash Faster, as always. Mm. And I, I'm not sure any others, I think I was signed up for those just those three slots but uh one of the visuals had to drop out so i'm not sure if anything's changing there
1: and this will be the first out-of-town show we're playing with t rocks
0: yeah that's true and with NoCon, we haven't done an out-of-town show with you either nowhere further than san
1: jose with either of y'all
0: yeah we're going we're going well beyond san jose this time world tour all All the way south (laughs) We're driving eight hours, which would be like three states anywhere else in the world. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
4: In Europe, that'd be like international. Half of Europe, yeah, bro. Yeah.
1: Need, we need a passport We might get stopped at the border and accused of being Syrian refugees. <laughs> I do
0: look rather Syrian. <laughs> yeah, totally Syrian. So Syrian. <laughs> so super so, Syrian. Well, it's, so it's Syrian the battle armor that does it. <laughs> it's because my power level's over 9,000. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a super Syrian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that cheerful note, I think it's top five list time. Yeah, that's what I'm super saying. All right. The rules of the top five game are simple. If you have a song that matches with somebody else's song on their top five list, that person must make a sound to let you know that they have it on their list. Then you must compete over who gets to keep it on their list. Uh, T-Rox's lovely husband is going to be the judge since he is an impartial, unbiased thing. Uh, 5%
1: impartial, anyway. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're fairly impartial. Unpartial, un-partial <laughs> is the word <laughs> I just impartial makes more sense. But I think that you're unpartial, you're very full, non partial. You are complete, you're not unpartial. So, uh, what's
1: the comp? What's the competition? The How
0: competition, we- I think, is going to be best impression of a holiday character. I think, would be a good one because then it's auditory, so people can kind of get into uh-huh. it. So for example, if someone was like, Oh, do your best Santa Claus and everyone was like ho 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 and then someone was like ho 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 and they won because they were better at ho ho hoing. That would be one thing. But you know, it could be anyone, the Easter bunny, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington on President's Day, uh Elijah, the invisible prophet that you set up a table for at Passover. Uh, fourth Uncle Sam for Fourth of July. There's a lot of options here. You could
1: do an impression of Muhammad for Ramadan. Since yes. audio depictions of him don't violate the Quran, there
0: you go. There you go. Extremely All right. specific. You could, you could do Jesus being born. You could do baby Jesus. You, or you could do Jesus dead Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he fell. Oh, over. my wrists. I mean, when they <laughs> took him off the cross, he fell over I, I guess into in his own feces, probably. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, <laughs> baby Jesus. All right, so all right, so we, we normally start with have guests, but Doc, why don't you take oh, the reins? Golly, all right. Let me let me
1: go open up my um, my list here. So, top five holiday songs. My number five.
4: Up down I grid.
1: All right, so we were trapped in the grid, and we had some technical difficulties, Um, but now we're back.
0: We're back, and we're better than ever. We're better than Ezra. We're going to pretend that we all forgot the conversation we just had. What conversation? The conversation about our top fives. Oh, my God. Let's do our top fives. (laughs) Because we had technical difficulties, but now those are all gone. Yay! We had technical difficulties, and that's why we sang the technical difficulties song.
3: Perfect.
0: Now so, if we ever have technical difficulties again, you just have that.
1: Th- thank you. You're that welcome, that America. Awesome recording session. Just keep that on the soundboard.
0: <laughs> yeah. You Can the, add some add some slide whistle and kazoo to it, and it's a hit? Yeah, that is true
1: about anything. <laughs> Just ask Bob Dylan.
0: <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know this, but Like a Rolling Stone was written on Slide Whistle. All right, top five Slide Whistle songs. Uh, like a Rolling Stone. <laughs> uh, Mozart's concerto and G Major written for Slide Whistle. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, let's do our real top <laughs> five uh, list. So
1: meta- m- plays Metallica by Four Slide Whistles.
0: <laughs> I Black. would listen to that. Made the black with Metallica and an all-slide whistle orchestra. <laughs> That's some real S and M. It's called S and S for S <laughs> Slide whistles and more slide whistles. All
1: right. So, all right. So, I guess I'll start start off the reboot of the, of the, the top, top five, five list. list. Uh, top five holiday songs. My number five is I'm not paying five hundred dollars to watch douchebags eat turkey by Dragon Boy Suede. What? I've never heard that before. Uh, Dragon no. Boy Wade, as you may know, is Howard Kramer, co-host of Who Charted on the Earwolf Podcast Network with Kulab Felisov.
0: I didn't know that at all, and I've never heard that information
1: before in my life. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could inform you, dear listener.
2: Who Charted?
1: <laughs> like, obviously not us. <laughs> all right. All right, Nukon, what's your, uh, all right. what's your number five?
4: My number five is I have definitely not stated at any previous point in this time or day. Uh, I was going for the You said any holiday Any not holiday Not just this holiday
1: Including Secretary's Day
4: Yeah I, so you I went with
1: the theme song From Secretary
4: That would be a thing um, <laughs> It's Secretary But my number five Was just This is Halloween expect. From uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas mm-hmm. Soundtrack By Danny Elfman
0: This is Halloween um, This is Halloween 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 Still appropriate You said it It's The Nightmare Before Christmas Not The Nightmare Before Halloween
4: it's true. No, so it, it's really it's between. Relevant. It is both a, a Halloween and Christmas movie. Although that song in
1: particular is definitely about not Christmas. We should make more movies that combine holidays. Like like Gary Marshall's doing the single holiday
0: thing, but yeah, we, yep. we need more mashup holidays. Let's movies. combine Groundhog's Day with Boxing Day and call it Boxing Hogs Day. And it'll be sort of like a modern
1: day Rocky <clears throat> story, but with but Groundhog's Day. Rocky boxing keeps each other losing. To a. Boxing Groundhog.
0: Yeah, and he has to like ch- keep training every single day in order to beat it. Oh, was that? Bill Murray in it, right? Over and over. Bill Murray, yeah, Murray plays the Groundhog. Yeah, he he is the Groundhog. I watch that every day. Yeah,
4: you know, I hear they could remake Groundhog Day, but they just released the original movie in different packaging.
0: Hey. Every day until they
1: get it right. Yep.
3: <laughs>
0: All
1: right, right. Prof Robot. What's your number five uh, holiday song?
0: Oh man, you guys are gonna be amused by my whimsical fancy. For sure. You guys have never heard When of are we not? <laughs> holiday by Madonna. A holiday. Do, do, do. It'll be so nice. Celebrate. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, if you grew up in the 80s like I did. You, oh, yeah. You love you sometimes. Oh, yeah. Lucky Star. Let me tell you shit like that. The more
1: bangles Madonna had on her wrists, the more tall was. The better her, her shit was,
0: was yeah. Now she wears like just a red Kabbalah string, yeah, and she sucks. Not that Kabbalah sucks. I mean, you mean oh, she sucks, bitch. Yeah, like
1: that's the correct way to say it. Yeah. Modern Madonna <laughs> Marlins.
0: Yeah, the, the the Judaic mysticism that she's into could be kind of cool. I don't know her that much about it, but yeah, Madonna not so much.
2: Fantastic. All you, right.
0: What about you? You guys Chirac? won't
2: guess, but. Happy birthday song.
0: What it, like it, happy birthday to you. Yeah,
2: it's 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 great. You know, it was so great they had a patent on it.
0: Yeah. I like well they don't have a patent on it. That's what's not bad. anymore. They never did.
2: They never
1: did. They, just they never claimed, claimed a, they did. they
0: claimed they had a patent on it. Well the well copyright. Yeah.
1: But it was it was based on a like a public domain folk song.
0: Yeah. And there's I mean, like
1: evidence of preschool teachers using it before Warner Chapel ever had their hands on it. I'll screw those guys. But they've like they've made millions, if not billions, of dollars over, like, forever.
4: This is how record labels work. It's okay. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Yeah. it's fine. It's fine. They're
1: never actually. It's make fine. Anything. God money. Let's go dancing on the backs of the bruised. I was
0: just singing that earlier for yeah. some
1: reason. For some reason. I maybe because I like managed. Because it's God money day.
0: God money day. Yay! Money. Is that is that your favorite?
1: Yeah, my number four is God money day.
0: <laughs> God money day. God money day. God money day. God, give me some money, please, today.
1: So I can give it to God, because God loves you, but He needs money. Why
0: does God need money? I don't know. Can you just make money out of nothing?
1: Sure. Yeah. You can also make nothing out of money if you spend it wrong. I guess so. My number four is New Year's Day by you two.
0: What? No way. That's way. Get out of town <laughs> by you two? <laughs> do, 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 not by the cure. Not by the cure like
1: I accidentally <laughs> said earlier. No, you thank, didn't. Thank God that, that was erased happened. from history by a technical glitch. <laughs> yeah. that, that was the technical glitch. That,
0: that's that's why we were re-recording
1: this. <laughs> yeah, we're like, yeah. I accidentally said New Year's Day was by the cure. We gotta restart.
0: And now
4: it's been brought back up, so it was for nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: Well we, <laughs> now, we gotta start over. Fuck.
1: <laughs> we're never getting out of here. Alright, it's yeah. ground it's Groundhog's Day time here on the top yep. five list.
4: All right. For my number four, I continued with the Halloween trend with uh, "Every Day Is Halloween" by Ministry. How does that go? Do you not know that song? I don't know. You said no. earlier you said I was a goth in high school, so you should know this well, song.
0: I, oh, I wasn't a rich goth that afford could. You had to buy music yeah. when I was in high school. <laughs> like I guess that's I, true. You know, I don't own every Ministry album ever. I was more into Lard than I was in the Ministry yeah, and KMFDM then I, w- I, w- I wasn't like huge in the ministry. I listened to their stuff, but like the revolting cocks, I liked them more than ministry too. So, I mean, it's just a matter of taste, really. Yeah, I'm not yeah. judging. I'm not judging your taste. But you were. At all. I'm so just, I, I was just saying, needed, like, that's a that's a yeah. goth club
1: anthem. Like, yeah, but you know. I wasn't you've goth heard it. enough I'm sure to you've be goth.
0: It. I was always more punk. I was more punk than goth. It's just all my friends were goth. So, what was uh, I going to do? I was um, a little bit of both. I was a gunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a poth.
1: I, I was whatever social circle wears bright green fanny packs and flip flops. Um, and I think now that's actually like the New York chiptunes. You were magnificent. I think I would I fit in with I would fit in well in Brooklyn these you, days. You you had
0: a giant purple zillions shirt, if I recall correctly. <laughs> I did. Because zillions. I used
1: I used to write music reviews for Zillions Consumer Reports for Kids.
0: Really? I reviewed
1: Dave Matthews Band
0: and Liz Fair. Wow, Wow. I'm impressed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. way to to go. Yeah, (laughs) Um, little known piece of Doc Octave trivia.
0: There you go, kids. You learn (laughs) something every day. (laughs) By
1: the by, the hundred people that listen.
0: So here's my number four, and this is where we cut out last time. But Christmas time for my penis by the Vandals. So (laughs) I have uh, I have a tradition every Christmas. I listen to two albums. The first one is London Calling by The Clash because Joe Strummer died on Christmas. Uh, and the second is Christmas with the Vandals, which has a lot of classics on it. I'm not going to name them yet just in case I need some backups. But uh, Whiskey, The Clash, and The Vandals, it's like my punk rock Christmas tradition. So Christmas time for my penis gets the win this time around. Nice. Great. Um, <laughs> Top that, sucker! What?! Uh... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I would appreciate any, anything on your list.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, I think uh, Super Mario Sleigh Ride by the 1-Ups. Um, definitely, you know, it, it's like a video game rendition of Christmas tunes all melded together, and video games remind me of Christmas. It makes me happy. So, there you go.
1: What's your favorite mm. Christmas video game memory? <laughs>
2: Uh, oh, man. all of them all of them? yes
0: all <laughs> of the memories
2: get, is that a good answer?
0: <laughs> did you ever get like a game console for Christmas or anything like yeah, that? yeah we
2: got we got the original Nintendo um, and, and then I think all the rest of them like my cousins got but I just went over to their house and, and played them
0: on Christmas? yes <laughs> what was your favorite game to play on Christmas?
2: <laughs> Super Mario
0: <laughs> good to answer yeah or... you know
1: then I remember when I got my first Game Boy for Christmas that my mom bought out of my own allowance money without telling me ahead of time. So I bought <laughs> myself oh, a so Game different. Boy for Christmas, and it was really nice. Nice.
0: I totally remember getting both a Nintendo and a Super Nintendo like for different Christmases. I stayed up all night playing super
1: mario world on the super nintendo that i opened early on christmas eve <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice oh my god super mario world still a fantastic game amazing amazing so, so amazing that your number three is super mario world theme
1: No, uh, i'm gonna go for it because i know if i don't go for it we're not gonna have a collision holiday in cambodia mm-hmm. no. Nice. no no nobody <laughs>
0: wow
2: yeah, no, I don't want, to battle. <laughs>
0: you don't a, want a battle. don't oh. want a battle? Battle? No, no. You, no, 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 no. If you, it's you, on your list, you've got a battle for it. All All right. Right. I'm not gonna win. I don't know. Well, if the, your, your husband
1: is the judge.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> your husband is the impartial judge.
1: Yeah, I'm you. totally impartial. Unpartial. <laughs> <laughs>
0: unpartial. <laughs> unpartial, but totally fool. Completely.
1: All right. So, so we've got a conflict. We've got to do an impression of a holiday character.
0: Which holiday character do you want them to do an impression of? Don't take too long. It's a podcast. Oh, we don't get to pick? Oh. I didn't realize no. I got to
4: pick. Uh, Santa Bot from Futurama.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Played by both John Goodman and some other guy that wasn't John Goodman. Ho, ho, ho. It's time to get jolly on your asses. <laughs> <laughs> all I right. T Ross.
2: Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to shard all over your face.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I, so if I was I were,
2: leading that, that didn't actually make the cut in the show, but
0: that was a pretty good job. I'm impressed with. Yeah. I, I, if I were the judge, I would go with shart on your I, face. You
2: really want to behave, pretty, if that's yeah. the right,
0: completely
1: unbiased judge. What is your verdict? Completely
4: unbiased judge loves sharts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Okay. So <laughs> the uh, all right. So, so you get to keep it in the same place on your list. Okay. So so T-Rex gets to keep
1: that. I'm gonna go with a uh, song called. Uh, Independence Day by Moxie Fruvis. It's, it's a song by Canadians about American Independence Day.
0: Man, you listen to too much obscure indie music. <laughs> hey,
1: I said holiday in Cambodia because I knew if I didn't, we wouldn't have a collision because <laughs> we've got a lot of obscure people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good job. <laughs> hey, obscure person number two, what's your number three?
3: <laughs> My
4: number three is, uh, what do I put here? I put uh, Stuff the Turkey by Alien Sex Fiend.
1: I <laughs> can't say I'm familiar right. with that
0: one. Well, you we should look it up. Okay. It'll be in it. our playlist. Because yeah. Thanksgiving. You, are they on Spotify? It's a Christmas song. It's a Christmas yeah, song. Oh, it's this Christmas song. Uh,
1: I think they are on Spotify, Okay. Yes. Well, whether if, if enough of these are on Spotify, I make a Spotify playlist. <laughs> Otherwise, I make a YouTube playlist. But listeners, you at home can go to cartoonviolencemusic.com and listen to the playlist of all these songs. If you can find them. <laughs> you can find them all. If, if he well, no, I, I, I do the hard work of putting them in a playlist for the benefit
0: of yeah, all. For, for America, Yeah, not for any of our European fans. No, ISIS can't listen. No, ISIS suck a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Except the ones Sorry, that are Sorry, Daesh can't listen. Yeah. All right, my turn. How about Nagila by Dick Dale? Ooh. Nice. Yes. That is a holiday song. It is a holiday song, and Dick Dale does a badass version of it. He does a Shalom. badass version of a lot of things. Yeah, pretty much everything Dick Dale does is fantastic. You've seen
4: his live shows, right?
0: No, I haven't seen him live. Oh, you gotta get I on gotta that before him. he's he gone. He plays guitar just like me. Not like I don't play as good as him, but he plays guitars upside down and left handed and does. I, I mean, he I, does some crazy stuff. Like he, I, I saw him, play, him, uh, like saw him play a Dale. bass
4: with a with drumsticks. Like he played a bass solo. Oh, uh, Peter I, Gabriel's.
0: Mm. Bassist does that. He has yeah. like these weird drumstick fingers that he uses. <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Stuart Copeland, I think, is the guy. No, Stuart Copeland's a drummer for the Police. Fuck.
1: But I know, I know what you're talking about. They, you see it in some Fuck. of the, the Peter Gabriel videos. He's it's yeah. basically he's got like hammer dulcimer hammers, but on his fingers yeah. for the bass.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dick Dale ain't that fucking special. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, special. Dick Dale. You're my hero. You do. Like if you do, if you do see him, make sure to try I'm... and
4: hang out with him after the show because it's yeah. it's an interesting experience being yelled at by an old man. Does he yell at you? Oh yeah, He's but like, get the a, fuck away
0: from no, 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 me. No, not like that. He yells at you about how you shouldn't eat meat. Oh yeah, that's cool. I mean I'm gonna eat a burger after I talk to him, but whatever. Yeah, but no, you have so a meat just... breath while you're talking to yeah, him. Yeah, no, I just wanna talk I really want to meet him but because he's like my guitar hero. Yeah, he hangs out after his show, so do... Him and uh him and Dave Navarro are probably like my two favorite guitarists, like contemporary musician style. But I digress. What is your number three T Rocks? Oh number
2: three I would say Holiday Road. <laughs>
0: Anybody? It's <laughs> nice. Lindsay Buckingham, right? Yeah. Holiday road. road. Holiday Road. road. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. It's but a chorus I, in my memory. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I,
2: I remember my, my one of my favorite memories is from um, going to an AquaBats show at Slim's, and they they it was around the holidays, and they they sang that song, and I was invited to come up on stage and. Act goofy and sing it with them.
0: Because you know the Aquabats? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because you're friends with them? I do, they're great. (laughs) Ah. Yeah, nobody knows this, but T-Rox is kind of the coolest, most professional, like, experienced member of the band. Like, that's, that's done the craziest, coolest stuff but she's very humble about it. She lends our
1: silliness an air of legitimacy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like a professional musician is willing to play with us, so we might be doing something right, hopefully. So not to put us down. Not that we're not good ourselves. <laughs> you guys but, are awesome. But you know what I mean.
1: Uh, okay, so my number two. Number two. Uh, I'm going to call this a holiday song. Rose Parade by Elliot Smith. Because when is the Rose Parade? Uh, it's on know. New Year's
0: Day. Is it right?
1: This is for the Rose Bowl, right? Which is always on I your don't ears? pay
0: attention to parades. I got to say.
1: I thought you paid attention to people who stand on a
0: gridiron oh, and like and football? throw a pigskin. Man, there's only one. There's only one bowl I worry about. That's the Super Bowl, son. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Super Bowl. Thanks
4: for asking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All things considered, I couldn't
1: be better. <laughs> I must say. All right, All right go, go for a number my next, two. My number two. Describe gonna, your number two to us. Uh, okay. <laughs> is it song? Well, it
4: definitely qualifies as a number this, two. This will
1: be like your last appearance on the podcast. Um, I'm
4: gonna, I'm gonna go with uh, the song "Tree of Life" as performed by Carrie Fisher in the Star Wars Holiday Special.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh
3: that's oh, nice.
4: Bravo. Song about Wookiee Life Day, you know, to the tune of the John Williams Star Wars theme. It's Whoa. terrible, <laughs> and a national
0: embarrassment. Number two. <laughs> Well, this is ironic. Well, not really ironic, more coincidental. But my song is also from a Wookiee Life Day Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> and it is "What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already has a comb?" That's right. That that is
1: on my short list of alternates. On a when, is
4: that is that a, that's not from the special. That's, from, that's
1: the from the album. That's from the album. Yeah. Yeah. From John Bon Jovi's classic,
0: yeah. John bon <laughs> Christmas <laughs> in the Stars. <laughs> wow. (laughs) So there you go. So there's that. Yeah. Synchronicity right here. Yeah. We were, we were definitely on the same, the same mind wave length. And it's appropriate because we talked about Star Wars for most of the podcast. Yeah,
1: I, I just can't put any of those songs in my legitimate top five. Oh, this is as, legitimate? I'm as, sorry. As, as <laughs> much as putting the odds against Christmas being Christmas in there.
0: Don't take these <laughs> things too seriously, especially <laughs> holiday songs. Most, I, I worked retail for a long time, and like let me tell you, you really start to resent the saccharine nature of holiday carols and things like that really quickly working retail. Yeah, I get I, I do sick of walking it just, into a Walgreens. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I cringe. being a customer, cause It's, it it's sucks. like P, you get PTSD, <laughs> though, after you walk in and you're like, oh, God. No, no, I
4: mean, I've done that too, like work retail. Yeah. Top 40 here, Christmas songs there, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. Fuck all that. You know, but everyone should work retail for, like, at least four or five years, like, mandatory. So that Instead you're of a, college. Yeah. Well,. During college, you should be you should be forced to go to college and work. Part time is fine. Part time counts. Yeah, yeah, part time's cool, but you know, you just got to learn what it's like to have to eat shit for a living. Then you (laughs) have to think about how there's people that aren't going to be as lucky as you that don't get out of it, and those are the people that are being yelled at every day by you. Builds Uh,
4: it builds your it it both it both both like sabotages and builds your empathy in strange ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, because you hate people, but you're more likely to be nice to them.
0: Yeah, because you understand they have a life and their own hardships to deal with.
1: Yeah.
0: Speaking of hardships, what's <laughs> your number two? I <laughs>
2: had seven years in retail. Anyway, um, it was actually Holiday in Cambodia. That was my number two.
3: Hey!
0: Great you song. You yes. won that song. It's a good song. song. By The Cure. And you like <laughs> legitimately won that. I love, <laughs> By the, I cure. love the Cure. I, you know, I just saw uh, jell Offer live with the Guantanamo School of Medicine. And they played "Holiday" in Cambodia, and like it's still, it's still fucking rocks. And it was funny because I kind of forgot the Dead Kennedys did that, so I f- forgot they were gonna play that shit. So Ooh. I saw him
4: sing that with Tool once, which was really weird. Oh Ooh. man,
0: that must have been weird. Yeah, yeah.
4: weird but cool. Da, weird. Da, weird. Da, da, da,
0: bow. <laughs> like off rhythm, like polyrhythmic. "Holiday." Let's Cambodia.
4: play this in forty-nine
1: seventeen.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um what's
0: your number one? My number
1: one holiday song is Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al. Nice, nice. choice. Bravo. If the what radiation levels okay, we'll go out and see all the brand new mutations on New Year's Day.
0: What a crazy hoot. We're going to get nuked on a this
1: jolly, jolly holiday. holiday. Yep. It's every Christmas I think of it and it <laughs> fills my heart with joy. Beautiful. I love he has it. a few
4: good Christmas songs.
0: Yeah. I like your I like I like your number one. Yeah. Well, I th- I th- I th-
1: Weird Al and They Might Be Giants both have a song that could work for almost every category we do. I yep. often find one of those two is at <laughs> my number one spot yeah. for any of these lists, <laughs> and it all works, because their catalogs are huge, and the quality's all good. All right, no all right. Con. number my one. Top
4: one. This is weird. You're not going to find this on Spotify, because okay. it's some weird guy's remix, strange, side project thing. It's a track called Nine Inch Noels,
3: <laughs> Nine Inch
4: Noels. Nine Inch Noels. and uh, it's stupid, but it's funny as hell. Nice.
0: I like it. So is it like Nine Inch Nails song mixed with <clears throat> holiday songs?
4: It's essentially uh, 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 um, it's Christmas like, carols, but the lyrics have been replaced with classic Nine Inch Nails lyrics.
0: Nice. I want to, so it's like, I want to fuck you like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No, they, they
4: replaced the Nails. lyrics entirely, oh. but it's to the tune.
0: So it's just a lot of the F word and sexual things over Christmas carols?
4: I suppose. You want to I, oversimplify it like I that. I do. I do. All I right. want to
0: like break it down to the elevator pitch. So is it
1: like terrible lie to the tune of jingle bells? Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm pretty
0: sure that's actually in, in there. That's what I would do. Yeah. So hey God! <laughs> so my number one, I dedicate to you, NoCon. Uh-oh. Because it's it's Halloween related. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> oh. By uh, by by Tracy Jordan, if it's like the Thirty Rock character or Tracy Morgan, if the actual person. Nice. Boys Classic. becoming men, men becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> like you just cannot. Classy. It, it is by far my favorite holiday song. Uh, I, a Monster Mash would have also worked. I enjoy I enjoy the out of all the holidays, Halloween has yeah. them. Least
1: annoying music. We could probably do a top five Halloween songs. if we oh, really strange. There's a lot of them out there. Oh, yeah, easily. Anything spooky. I mean, you could probably include, like, the Adams Family song. It's yeah. qualifying just because it's ooky. It is ooky. yeah. It's Altogether spooky.
0: and it's kooky yeah. as well. So, like, that's always. And, nice. and they live See how they, cool.
1: they want to live and play how they want to play. Dance, Dance how and they, they want sing them.
0: a jig. France, I don't kick know. And they kick and they that. punch a friend. I can never understand the last <laughs> line of the Adams Family MC Hammer rap. It eludes me to this day. Mm. We should just look it up on the internet. <laughs> Be done with it. <laughs> but your number uh, one T-Rot.
2: <laughs> number one. Uh, it would have to be Last Christmas by Wham.
0: Wow. It has a special
2: oh. place in my heart. I'm not like the biggest Christmas song fan that they play on the radio, but.
1: But you're the biggest Wham fan?
2: I love Wham. I'm sorry. Oh, we all love Wham. I'm we all
1: love Wham.
0: They could, uh, Are we speaking for you, Nokon? Feel free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it goes bang, bang, bang till my heart does the same. Yes. That's all I need to know. The
2: bassist in that so. band is fantastic. So.
0: It's Jitterbug, <laughs> jitterbug, mm-hmm. doodly do, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Do-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d-d>. wake me <laughs> up before. Y- that's how that. That's the, the Christmas song. Right? I
2: actually yeah. It's a
0: web sort wake of Wake me up
1: before you <laughs> ho ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's that's the, and so on.
2: I learned that song for a hot minute on bass, which
0: is it
2: took me a couple weeks, but I. Oh want
0: <laughs> I wanted to put like, did anyone watch Clone High? No. Yep. Never watched Clone High. <laughs> no, no. You you did keep you telling me about I need the to. The Jeff Foxworthy redneck Christmas song.
1: I don't forget it, man. I don't. But forget it. Uh, I almost put Players Holiday
0: on my <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that would have been the best. Oh man, I don't know. All, all things considered, guys, these are some great top five lists. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that we didn't get to do more. Holiday creature impressions. Uh, Maybe we should do one to decide who's the winner.
4: Ooh, I think that's a fantastic idea.
0: Okay. Even though there's what's, never really a winner. What's the next uh, yeah, we do
1: accent an du jour? Of. So that you can just pick <laughs> your wife.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I think I think once one unfair pick of my wife is probably plenty.
0: No, she deserved that oh, win. Come on now. I don't <laughs> think that was come on unfair. Now.
1: I didn't. I I, I didn't
0: argue with it. Yeah, (laughs) you had no no platform from which to argue. You lost. It was a lot funnier. Yeah, yeah. You Uh, surely had excellent and slightly obscure dialogue.
3: That is the second
1: time that my accuracy has lost to poop. We're swearing. Uh Yeah.
4: Pleases me to do so. Um, All I can think about is the werewolf bar mitzvah, so I want to hear you guys be.
3: Werewolves.
0: Jewish werewolves? Jewish or... Werewolves, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> black
4: Jewish werewolves. Wow,
0: okay. Who are straight up mentally ill. Wow. <laughs> mentally ill black Jewish werewolves. Baruch
3: <laughs> noise.
1: Nice. That's, that's all I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there you go. Uh oh. We're straight
0: up mentally
1: ill apparently,
4: and from.
0: Uh oh, some chick's a bitch about to get pregnant up and whoo. <gasps> <clears throat> because <mumbles> <suspricative> <displaystyle> <coughs> bitch is a female dog in this. Case, not a drawing. I see what therapist. you did there. Because yeah. I would never disrespect women. Like. Yeah, but I'm boys, talking, boys, a bitch yeah. is a female dog, and that's. I just want to make that clear. Yes. Okay.
2: How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> just
3: kidding. <laughs> that's all I got. The tradle. Okay. Tridle, huh? yeah.
4: They're very fun to play with. I'm going to give that one to Sir Blakeham. Uh, all right. Two, Professor two, Robot Professor wins
0: robot. once yeah. again. Thank you, thank you. I'm just better than everyone. You need to, and the sooner you all realize that, the better off we'll all be. Swear do. more. Always gotta swear more. Swear more. You don't swear enough. I thought but being I clever and accurate was good enough. I didn't even swear. I used to, I used you, a Jewish word. Hmm. And I used a type t- like, You could have considered one of my words a swear. Slightly derogatory. I wasn't <laughs> using it in a, I wasn't using it in a slur thing. A werewolf would try and fuck a bitch.
1: But a shiksa bitch? A shiksa,
0: well, yeah, because he's into that. It's like forbidden <laughs> fruit, you know? How's
1: the often is this shiksa bitch?
0: <laughs> oh, she got a big old tukis. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know. This guy knows. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. That famous Jewish tukis. All
0: right.
4: Did you ever plug your, your masterpiece directorial music video debut on here?
0: Oh, you, we, well, we did make a music video together yeah. uh, for Dr. Popular. We did because we had Dr. Popular on. That's Dr. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we talked about making the music video, so we, we have done that. But yeah, we made that together, me and NoCon. We, uh, we did all and, the locations together. Yeah, location
4: uh, stuff. You directed it, storyboarded.
0: Yeah, and you made it look good. Well, also
4: my uh, Michael Shvansky, yeah. he did some amazing pixel art for yeah, us.
0: some seriously badass pixel art. So go watch that. We'll put maybe put a link in like yeah the show line notes, notes
1: cartoonviolencemusic Check it out. Yeah. find all the links and stuff there. And if we play any shows after Freak Fest in LA, then you'll see the dates up there. Um, yeah. And uh, NoCon, how can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at at NoCon N O U K O N. What What else do you want to
4: plug? Uh. No, that's fine. That's enough, I guess. It's enough. I, I, got, I got a website, n-i-u-k-o-n dot net, has my other videos and if stuff If you
0: need visualisms or work on a video, like a music video that we made, you know, go there. Or if you don't, go there anyway so he gets more hits and yeah. raise his Google ranking. Google, is that, is that how Google that works? Google page ranking. Yeah, hits I'm not.
4: Out. I mean, I'm not paying them, so I don't get much. Yeah, you know. nobody does.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, T Rocks, where can people. Do, are you on the Twitter? You're not on the Twitter. Fuck yet. Twitter. <laughs> Fuck Twitter. Uh, That's you heard fair. it here first. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. You can follow me at ProfRobot, P R O F Robot, on everything. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Twitter, which is everything. You can follow There's us on else. Facebook at The Real Cartoon Violence. You can follow Doc Octave at Doc Octave on Twitter. That's also true. Yeah. And uh, where can they follow Cartoon Violence on Twitter? At Cartoon Violins. I know. It's, you think it should be at Cartoon Violence, but it's at Cartoon Violins because it's a pun.
1: Yes, because Twitter requires puns in order for you to participate. Is it is it a character limit thing, or does someone already have it? Uh,
0: it used to. It
1: used to be that somebody had it, um, and we wanted to pick something longer and couldn't because of the character limits. Um, and then, so Cartoon Violence used to be owned by us, who knows, somebody wasn't really using it, but it was parked. And then Cartoon Violence Band was the UK ska band with the same name. And then they ended up switching to Cartoon Violence. They probably paid they, good money <clears throat> for it. Or it was just slacked long enough mm-hmm. that, that they let them take it over and they were just more on the ball than we were. But then the, the shittiest thing is that since that point, Even though we have CartoonViolenceBand.com, we can no longer get CartoonViolenceBand at Twitter because it's now too long for their new character limit. Because they changed it in the past five years. So uh, we keep getting shat on by the Twitter gods. So our Twitter handle is never going to be the same as any other name that we have. doesn't matter. It's not real.
0: (laughs) Just like, please like this podcast on iTunes. Please buy our albums or tell your friends to buy our albums. Tell your parents to buy it for you. Come on, kids.
1: Yeah, make us the next darlings of Apple's WWDC presentation. Yeah, (laughs) make Make Apple put our next album on your iPod without your permission. Call (laughs) them and email Steve Jobs' ghost today.
0: Yeah, but no, really, please like the podcast. It helps us so much, more than you can know. And then maybe we'll get real sponsors and do some real formatting. So we don't have to just make up our sponsors (laughs) in the middle of the cast. Do you need a sponsor for your podcast? Are you tired of not being able to plug stuff in the middle of your show? Hi, I'm Larry Henderson, here at Larry Henderson Sponsorships. Uh, you like potato chips? Yeah. Maybe we can get potato chips to pay you to talk on the internet. All right. How, how do you feel about Duraflame Logs? Love them. Maybe it's time you let them products be on your show. Why not? Okay. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. Agreed. Uh, okay. So all you gotta do is come on down to LarryHendersonSponsorships.com, or or come to our main offices in Maryland, and uh, say <laughs> hi, and we'll uh, tell the people to put the money on your show already. Woo! <laughs> money, money! The uh, prices are crazy. Act now. And we'll throw in a, a Pog sponsorship for free.
1: Everybody loves Pogs in the 21st century.
0: People can't get enough Pogs, so that's a really good deal for you. You can put your name on the Pogs, too, when you give them away. That'll help. Everybody sign your Pogs. <laughs> Why do we not have Pogs? That is, that's is—that's the next thing we're making, Dave. Cartoon <laughs> Violence Pogs. Cartoon yes. Violence Pogs, coming yeah. 2016. You heard it here first. huh. All right. Peace out, y'all. Thanks be for out. having a podcast Aww. with us. Yeah, happy holidays. Woo. Love your people that you like. And be cool to the people you don't like, even. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's going to help a lot. And,
1: and use the force.
0: Use the, may the force be with you in the form of sexually transmitted midichlorians.
1: <laughs> the
2: end. <laughs>